0: chronicles chapter 13 and the fifth verse it says should you not know that the lord god of israel gave the dominion over israel to david forever to him and to his sons by a covenant of salt by a covenant of salt hallelujah tonight open your mouth and say i'm salted say i am covenanted i have covenanted i'm salted i'm salted by the covenant I have a covenant of, covenant of salt. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Declare it a few times this night. Say, I am salted. I am salted. I am salted. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In the Old Testament, when somebody is covenanted with salt, hallelujah. There are powerful meanings to it. And one of the thing is, the ones which have been covenanted with each other cannot break the promise. And the Lord is saying in this word that he had made a covenant with David. Which means he's saying, I cannot break the promise that I've spoken over David. Tonight when you have that revelation that you are covenanted with God through salt, when you have the revelation that I'm salted hallelujah every promise that God has spoken over your life will be activated hallelujah oh it will be given life it will be given wings it will be given legs hallelujah to end your life it also means Saul covenant also means that on one time somebody cannot call you a friend and then smite you like an enemy hallelujah God is a promise keeper once He calls you a friend He said you are no longer servants but a friend He is a God who will bring His promises through in your life No matter what He will stand with you He will commune with you He will walk with you That's why He told Abraham Walk with me, commune with me Hallelujah, for I make you great Hallelujah, all that you need to do is to trust Him, is to believe in Him Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. The reason you can walk tall is because He keeps His promises. The reason you can say that you are strong when you are weak is because He's a promise keeper. The reason when you can say that I am rich when you don't have any money in your pocket is because you know that the one who told you He is faithful and He will do it. The reason when you can Hallelujah, where where you can laugh when you have enough reasons to cry and you can say joy of the Lord is my strength it's because you know he will turn your mourning into dancing he will turn your sorrow into comfort he's the God of the turnarounds he's a promise keeper open your mouth and say he's a promise keeper he's a light in my darkness look at the scripture in 1 Kings 8.56 it says blessed be the Lord who has given rest to his people Israel according to all that he promised There has not failed one word of all his good promise which he promised through his servant Moses. Not one word has fallen into the ground. God has not failed in one of his promises. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, 20 and 21 Blessed be God who has given rest to his people. Sorry. For all the promises of God for all the promises of God in him are yes And in Him, Amen, to the glory of God through us. All the promises of God are yes and Amen. The Amen is a word that is given to the covenant people. Only one who has a revelation of the covenant can say Amen from his heart. Because says, amen has power. Oh, hallelujah. It's yes and amen. And verse 21 says, He will establish us with you in Christ and has anointed us in God. He will establish us in his promise. Galatians 4 and the 28th verse says, Now we brethren, ah, as Isaac was, our children of promise, He's taking the example of Isaac and saying he was a child of the promise. He came through the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God worked with Abraham and Sarah to bring the miracle promise. If so, we are like Isaac. Children of promise the Holy Spirit of God will stand with us to bring forth the miracle promises come on hallelujah 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 whoever stands or doesn't stand I know there is a God of the Trinity the God the Holy Ghost will stand with you and we bring forth the miracle promises You cannot survive in this world without the promise of God. Look at Romans chapter 4, speaking of Abraham. It says, Abraham staggered not at the promise of God, but gave glory to God. Whether it is a promise that God gave you yesterday, today, or a few years back, He will bring it to pass. Certain promises, sometimes He will bring it to pass even after our lifetime. If you say an Amen for your generation, there might be a fourth generation who will remember you and say, it's because my great-grandfather said, Amen. I'm walking into the hall. Like, Come on. I'm walking over the water. I'm speaking to the storm. Hallelujah. We make miracle work promise keep light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are, 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 that is you are, you are here, moving in our midst, I worship you. Oh, you are here, you are here, working in this place, we worship you, worship you. Amen, put your hands on your head tonight and say, every promise that God has spoken over my life shall come to pass, He will fulfill it, God will fulfill it, I believe it, I believe it, in Jesus name, Amen. The scripture that we just read speaks about a battle between Jeroboam and Abijah. Somebody said, life is a theater of wars. You don't like to hear it, but you have to know that we are fighting one battle or the other. Sometimes within you, sometimes outside of you, you feel it. Tonight I felt outside and inside battle but tonight that's why God is sending forth the word he's going to victory over every battle every battle within you and outside of you and on the side of you and on your finances on your family God will give you victory over it if you believe it lift your hands and praise the Lord name of the Lord oh don't be silent this is not the hour to be silent this is the hour to shout out oh with a voice of triumph Revelation twelve seven to 9 the Bible says there was a battle in heaven there was a war in heaven and the war broke out in heaven Michael and all its angels fought with the dragon and the dragon and his angels fought but they did not prevail nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon, the devil was cast out, the serpent of the old who is called the devil and the Satan who deceives the whole world. He was cast onto the earth and all his angels were cast out with him. And the Bible says, hallelujah, there was a war in heaven. Angels, the devil and all his angels were cast out into the earth do you think that he's going to keep silence on earth (laughs) do you think he's going to keep quiet if he created a war in heaven don't you think he's going to stay quiet no do you think that he has learned his lesson no he will fight he fights in homes he fights in churches he fights in relationships He fights in battles inside. He battles you with questions. There is a battle that happens in families. He brings tears, sorrows. He tries to take you before the promise gets fulfilled. But that's the time as a family, we should hold our hands together. As a church, we should speak it together that He is a promise keeper. That Christ can bring an end to every battle in my life. Come on. If somebody is standing next to you, hold their hands and say, God will bring, Jesus will bring an end to every battle over our lives, over our church, over our generations in the name of Jesus. If you believe it, hallelujah. Oh, give him praise and glory together. Oh, give him praise and glory. Give a clap offering to Jesus tonight. Hallelujah. There are times when you fight battles that you never not even understand. There are people who sometimes go from one battle to another, perplexed, perplexed, worried, anxious. Sometimes you begin to ask whether life is only about battles. But tonight, that is the time you have to know I'm salted. I have a God who gives me victory in the midst of the battles, He's a promise keeper. He will bring an end to his battles. He will cause his angels to come over you and to fight the battle for you are not all angels. Hallelujah. Servants to serve you. Ministering being said to serve those who hold on to the promises of God. The one who made the promise Pastor said this. The one who has made the promise has the capacity to fulfill it. Sometimes people do go through heavy pressure. There are heavy resistance and there are some who are very discouraged to the one who is watching. If you are hearing this message, I pray that before this message gets over, that you will have this great assurance from within you that God will open a great door, an open door in front of your life. Even though there are adversaries and there are challenges, God will see you through. God will take you through. God will give you victory and give you victory through it because He's a God hallelujah who is salted with you (laughs) he is a God who will not smite you in the midst of trouble who will not leave you nor forsake you he will not speak evil and condemn you down he will lift you up blessed be the name of the Lord hallelujah amen don't stay bitter don't stay bitter this evening in the name of the Lord 2 Chronicles (coughs) 13.3 When we read about this story we know there is Abijah, the Bible says, set the battle in order with an army of valiant warriors. 400,000 choice men. Jeroboam also drew up in battle. Formation against him with 800,000 choice men, mighty men of valor. Abijah has 400,000 men Jeroboam had 800,000 men. Do your math. 400,000 one side, 800,000 on the other side. What are the odds of winning? If you are just 400,000, the odds are against you. That's when, you know, you remember words like David said in Psalm 27. 3 and 4 it says, Though an army encamp against me, my heart will not fear. Though war be waste upon me, even then I will trust for the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom should I fear? The Lord is my life refuge. Of whom should I be afraid? Hallelujah. Four thousand, four hundred thousand facing eight hundred thousand. Hallelujah. And what does Abijah do? Hallelujah. He declared this. The Bible says, Abijah stood on Mount Zemerim, which is the mounts of Eph- Ephraim and said, Hear me, Jeroboam and all Israel. Either he, this man, is just loud or he's crazy or he knows something that you and I did not know. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. This man was just not crazy. Hallelujah. He He knew something you and I should know today. 400,000 guys up to the mountain and making a decree he says I want to make a decree he said I am salted my family is salted our church is salted by the grace of God by the favor of God by the blessing of God we are salted in the name of Jesus a beja is making a decree from the top of the mountain. In the niyam, oh, Oh, hallelujah! In the mountain of prayer, in the mountain of church, declare it. I am salted. I am favored. I am salted with favor. I am salted with the blessing. blessing. Hallelujah! And he declared this. He said, "Should you not know that the Lord God of Israel gave the dominion over Israel to David forever, to him and to his sons?" by a covenant of salt he got intelligence he's got hidden informations, extra intelligence holy spirit revelation he said there was a covenant of salt with David Abijah knew that he was on David's side and if there is any battle against David or his descendants the enemy cannot win He will get the victory. Even if the odds are stacked up against him, the Lord will fight the battles and will give him a complete victory. Tonight I declare, Hallelujah, your victory and I declare it to your life. I am victorious because I have a covenant with God. You are victorious because you have a covenant with God. Open your mouth and declare, I am victorious because I am salted. I have a covenant with God. Though the odds are against me, though everything is against you, still you will win. There is a God who will back you up Amen. because you are salted. Open your mouth and say, I'm salted. I'm salted. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Pastor, how many percent are there for my failure? If you believe zero percent. According to the authority of God's word According to the name of the El Shaddai God Almighty God's words amidst stalls and difficulties There are 100% chance that you will win Glory Hallelujah I want to tell you one thing You have 100% chance of victory In the name of Jesus Hallelujah Praise the Lord but if you're in the midst of challenges, if you keep your mouth shut, nothing going to happen. There's a hundred percent chance of defeat. Why are you not to do Complain murmuring. If you're complaining, murmuring, hundred percent of defeat. All that Abijah did, amazing. Against the whole odds, stood up on the mountain made a decree that God alone gave the kingdom of Israel to David forever. Can you say that? God has given me this life. God has given me this ministry. God has given me this job. God has given me this marriage. God has given me this business. God has given me this house. God has given me this family. If God has given me and God alone has given me, I have complete victory. Hallelujah, because I'm salted. I have complete victory because I've covenanted with Saul. If you have a battle facing tonight, be sealed with salt. In the Old Testament, sacrifices were salted. I do not know who your Jeroboam or is what you are facing, but right on the covenant of salt. Who is the one 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 who is Material, demonic cannot touch you when you are riding in the covenant of salt. If you believe it, say Amen. What I'm confronting will become less than you. Say this. What I confront will become less than me. What you are facing is not bigger than me, but less than me. Glory. Hallelujah. You might have 400,000 men and the odds are against you. Looks like you might open your mouth and you might want to say everything is against me. But if you're a man of God, a woman of God, a child of promise, a covenant man, called by the name of Jesus, open your mouth and say, Hallelujah, against what I can see. (laughs) oh hallelujah everything that I see is less than me oh I'm going to have eyesight may God gives you that eyesight I release that eyesight oh come on in the precision precision operation to your eyesight in the name of the Lord hallelujah glory to God you heard a robotic operation hallelujah praise God hallelujah what do you say for that operation eye operation laser surgery precision by this end of this word you can see precision that you are victorious what does the salt do we know that the salt cleanses when you are in the salt business, (laughs) salt covenant your fight against sin is broken God gives you victory John 15, 3 says, You're already clean by the word of the spoken to you. Psalm 119, verse 11 says, How can a young man make his way pure, keep his way pure, by hiding and treasuring the word of God inside of his heart? When salt is applied to you, when you are under the salt covenant, when you say that, Hallelujah, I am salted, what you are saying is, Every problem with sin is broken. Hallelujah. The problem with believers or the church is not the problem of sin but a problem of unconfessed sin because of your ego or I don't know, whatever or condemnation. Certain sins that we commit we don't give it back to God and say, Lord, I'm sorry. Cleanse me. The problem is not sin. The problem is that you might have fallen but the fact that the Lord wants to cleanse you and you are not loving Him. He wants to salt you. He wants you to be victorious. But if you refuse to acknowledge that you are messed up, how can God help you? That's humility. That's humility. You need to acknowledge before the living God. We have an advocate with the Father. If you sin, He said we have an advocate. So, there is somebody who is there to speak for you to give you victory but you have to tell him oh, I made a mistake 1 John 4 1 John 1 7 to 10 says if you walk in the light as he is in the light we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus cleanses from all sin if we say that we have no sin we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us if he confess our sins he is faithful and just forgive our sin and to cleanse us from all righteousness if he say we have not sinned we make him a liar and his word is not in us David sinned. He committed adultery. He committed fornication. He committed incest. He killed the woman's husband. But because he repented, because he asked forgiveness, God forgave him. And through the same woman, God gave him Solomon, who sat on the throne, which means God not only forgive you, but will bless you beyond your imagination. If you would give your Lord, your heart, your mind and say, Lord, I made a mistake. Not only will he forgive you, he'll bless you beyond your imagination. Lift your hands and say, God loves me so much that he'll forgive me all my sins and will also bless me beyond my imagination because I'm salted with God. Because I'm salted. Hallelujah. David acknowledged, Lord, against you and alone I've sinned. The prophet Nathan came to David and said, you have sinned. You have sinned against God, and he did not try to hide it. He said, Lord, give me a clean heart, give me an undivided heart. Hallelujah! Give me an undivided heart that I must fear your name. Give me an undivided heart. No other God No other love No other God's before you Give me an undivided heart That I may fear your name Give me an undivided God, no other love, no other gods before. Amen. Don't be afraid to tell God what you have done, He's always ready to forgive. Bible says he delights in mercy. God wants to sprinkle his salt over you and say, Hey, you are salted to a victory over that battle. What does salt do? Salt is a taste giver, it adds taste. There are too many people who has no taste in life. No favor. There are people who are living disfavored. To lack favor is no taste. If you have two sets of food, one with salt and one without, which would you choose? Hallelujah. You would want the one that has salt in it something keeps drawing you to the one that has got the salt. That's favor. David was salted. He had favor with God. He had favor with God. David. God was always drawn to David. Imagine two friends applying the same job. Somehow not because of degree. Something attracts one person and gets the job. Favor will give you the advantage over the others. Even if the other people are better than you. That's favor. I pray for that kind of advantage because you're salted. You're salted, you're attracted towards somebody. Hallelujah. Because you're salted, salt attracts favor. You might be the coolest kid in the block. Or you might be the smartest guy in the college, but unless you have favor, you're salted, nothing happens. You have to pray every day from your heart, Lord. I want your favor. I entreat the favor of God. I want to be salted. I want you to stand out. I want to open doors that no man can shut. I want impossibilities made possible. I want the favor that will be acceleration and speed in my life. In our ministry, Lord. I don't have time to waste, Lord. I want speed, Lord. Open your mouth and say, I want speed, Lord. Nehemiah was building the wall. The work that was supposed to take seven years got done in 52 days because he was salted. He had the speed of God. May the God of salt. Oh hallelujah. Oh be upon your life. May God salt your hands. May God salt your head. May God salt your feet. What should have taken you years. Hallelujah. May you hallelujah immediately. May you hallelujah recover fast. May you finish fast. May you take speed. May you put on the speeding shoes. Oh may God bring about speed in your life. Open your mouth and say, I am salted. I receive the speed to finish things in a record time in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Psalm forty-one, eleven says, By this I know that thou favorest me because my enemy do not triumph over me. David says, I know that I'm favored because my enemy cannot have victory over my life. I pray this April, this May, this June this July this August hallelujah especially that the enemies will not triumph over you in the name of Jesus I release a favor over you tonight to have victory over every enemy in the name of Jesus may your eyes open because you are salted you are tasty can you imagine David as a 16 year old was in charge of the father's sheep wow May God give you children like that. Even at the 16 years of age, He was responsible. who will take care of the sheep. The next move, pastors said, is coming to come upon teenagers. Responsible spiritual sons and daughters are going to rise up in their young age to stand shoulder to shoulder to serve the Lord. Come on. Hallelujah. They will know at their early age their salt covenant with God. Let that kind of generation be raised up even in Petra Church, Bangalore for the glory of Jesus. May your children and my children serve the Lord with responsibility. When everybody leaves their ministry and do jobs and go after money and life may our children take priority in serving the law. Oh, hallelujah! Because they're salted, God will locate you. Amen. Hallelujah. In 1 Samuel 16:11, when the prophet came to anoint David, David was not even there. The prophet said, We will not sit down till he arrives when you are favored, people will wait for you. Prophets will wait for you. Your company will wait for you. Your visa will wait for you. Your job will wait for you. Your opportunity will wait for you. Open doors will wait for you. Come on, because I say I am anointed. I'm sprinkled with salt. Strange blessings will come upon my life. Surprise blessings will oh hallelujah. Oh, wake me up. Come on, may surprise mornings wake you up. I'll put Oh, may you see mornings that will hallelujah surprise you with God's blessing. Pastor said an example, there were meetings that it was late and people would say, Pastor, we were waiting for you. That's favor. God will locate you and bless you. I found my servant David, the Bible says. The Bible uses the word great grace, sufficient grace, abundant grace in the New Testament. Hallelujah. These are the words that has been used. But look at... 2 Samuel 7:2. is something very interesting about David that this blessings speak about and it's for you today if you're facing battles you need to stand on the mountaintop hallelujah look at David 2 Samuel 7-2-3 the king said to Nathan the prophet see now I dwell in the house of cedar, but the ark of God dwell in the tent curtains then Nathan said to the king go And do all that is in your heart. For the Lord is with you. You know the story. God says to David. Though you want to build me a house. You have shed much blood. You are not the one who is going to build my house. But if you have. You know. Heard a word like that from God. Imagine how discouraged David would have become. He says. Lord I want to pastor. Or. I want to serve the Lord and suddenly somebody who was above you said, no, no. God has not called you. Or you say, I want to buy church the bigger speakers. And pastor said, no, no, son, you can't do that. God will raise up somebody else. You would get upset. But what is amazing about David, even after he heard this 1 Chronicles 22, 14 says, now behold, in my trouble, I've prepared for the house of the Lord. I'm prepared God only said you cannot build a house God never told him Can't prepare the house He said Whatever I can Amen. I will do it for my Lord Amen. Even in trouble That's excuse Back pain Ear pain That pain That pain We would have taken that as an excuse, as trouble. Today people, many troubles not to come to serve the Lord. I'm amazed. I'm looking for people who step in when they have every reason not to come and serve the Lord and still say, but I'm going to come anyway. I'm looking for people like that. God is looking for people like that. He prepared. He prepared. The Bible says, In trouble I prepared for the house of the Lord and a hundred thousand talents of gold and a thousand talents of silver and of brass and iron without weight for it in abundance. Timber also and stone I prepared that thou May add thereunto. Not in leisure time, much trouble, without any excuse. Look at the heart. See, the reason he salted. Reason God calls him and calls him a man after his own heart. No wonder. God kept his covenant. He said, Wow, he understands what the covenant is, he salted. 2 Samuel chapter 7 when you read 5 to 11 God is telling go and tell my servant David, thus say the Lord shall thou build me an house for me to dwell in and verse 11 he says and since the time I commanded judges to be over my people Israel you have caused thee to rest from thy enemies and also the Lord telleth thee that he will make you a house David is saying Lord I will build you a house God is saying wait a minute David, I will build you a house. Amen. You want to build me a physical house? I will build you a generational house. Glory to God. The Lord, hallelujah, told he does not build concrete houses. He built human beings who will build concrete homes. Hallelujah. He said, thy house and thy kingdom shall be established forever and ever. Thy throne shall be established. It says, it's a generational house. Hallelujah. Why? Even and trouble, you kept the Lord first. Prashnam anna polni devate marnilyan. Devate mumbaga vichu. He said, you wanted to build something for me, I'll make sure to build you a generational house because I have a covenant of salt with you. It's just not about you when you keep the Lord first. When you understand the covenant, it's about generations established forever. Even now when you go to Israel, you still have the star of David. Even today you will find in Israel. Why? Because favor will invade your family tree favor will take over your life favor will remember you sooner hallelujah after you have passed and gone to be with the Lord favor will remember you there will be a star that will be remembered because you are salted you have a covenant with God (coughs) amen hallelujah blessed be the name of the Lord even if the enemy should come to spoil you in between there is interesting scripture the spoiler shall be spoiled I will spoiler the spoiler. Amen. And the devil has tried to do everything in your life to mess you up and battle. And he thinks that when he has done the worst, God said, I will destroy even that. I will spoil your plan. I will spoil the spoiler. I will spoil your trap. I will put the enemy to such shame that he will run from you. Hallelujah. Jeremiah thirty sixteen 16 says, Therefore, all that they devour thee shall be devoured. All the adversaries, every one of them shall go into captivity. And they that spoil thee shall be spoiled. And all that prey upon thee, I will give you as a prayer. Oh hallelujah God will not allow you to be defeated God will not allow the plans of God over your life To be destroyed Because you have kept the Lord Above everything Oh he said I will give you a house Hallelujah A generational house Not only to you But to your family To your children And to the generations to come blessed be the name of the Lord I will remember Abijah knew that he said my father David has been salted the same scripture is spoken in Ezekiel 39 10 also in the battles of life it looks that like the enemy has spoiled everything while the spoiler shall be spoiled all his plans shall look like nothing because you are salted open your mouth and say I'm salted in the name of Jesus Number three, salt is a preservative. It protects you from destruction. Psalm 121, I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help is from the Lord who made heaven and earth. May he not allow your foot to slip. May you guard us neither slumbers nor sleep. The guardian of Israel, the Lord is my guardian. The Lord is my shade. He's beside my right hand sun shall not smite me by day. Nor the moon by night shall guard me and preserve me from all evil. He preserved my life. He shall preserve my going and my coming. Oh. Because you're salted. Protects you. It's a preservative. When you have the revelation, He'll preserve you from all evil. When you're salted, He'll preserve you. He's a protector of Israel. He neither slumbers. He's at your side to protect you. He'll preserve you from all trouble. He'll preserve you in your travels. You will not be a part of a plain destruction. Come on. You will not be a part of a van that is going to be attacked in the terrorist or a city corner where you are standing. No terrorist can bomb you because you are salted. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, somebody. We have heard, oh, Delhi, the mask has been reintroduced. Corona has been increasing. Open your mouth, and because I'm salted, no corona can touch me. No corona can stop my life in the name of Jesus. Look at 1 Samuel 19.10 And Saul sought to smite David even to the wall with a javelin. But he slipped away out of Saul's presence and he smote the javelin into the wall and David fled and escaped that night. Saul is an expert in javelin. David comes into the banqueting room and Saul throws the javelin at him, but because you're salted, anointed and favored, even the expert, javelin throw could not harm you, could not pin you, could not, hallelujah, he lost his hallelujah, target, because of you assaulted, hallelujah, because of the target, our target, there will be divine escapes, supernatural escapes, because you assaulted, even the expert enemies will lose, hallelujah, because you assaulted, expert enemies will lose his target, because you are the target, he will be a loser, anybody who tries to drag at you and pin you down will be put to shame hallelujah the javelin goes and hits the wall, David is preserved everything the enemy throws at you will fail because God has planned divine escapes from every harm, from every snare, from every trap, he will preserve you. In 1 Samuel 19:12, the Bible says, so Mikal let down through a window and he went and he fled and he escaped. David had information ahead of time. When you are assaulted, you have information ahead of time. Information about your enemies, information about your friends, information about your job, information about who is coming to you, information who is for you, who is against you. His wife got the information and asked him to escape. He was preserved. May you have information concerning your business, your life, your children ahead of time. Put your hand on your head and say, Lord, I ask you tonight, according to the word pastor is giving, to have information, Lord, about concerning my business, my family, my life, my spouses ahead of time, my ministry, Lord, even about my enemies. To be ready and to be prepared always, to be vigilant. When you have information ahead of them, you're vigilant. And the Bible says David fled and escaped and came to Samuel to Ramah and told him all that Saul had done to him. And he and Samuel went to dwell at Naioth. It's something powerful scripture. You know, Pastor has taught us. Again and again, again, from this scripture. David ran to a Samuel. Any child of God should have a Samuel to run to. If you have a father in the Lord, when the going gets tough, at least you can run to him. There are people you cannot run. Saul is chasing David and David runs to Samuel. May God give you fathers in the Lord. May God open your eyes. So many people are struggling. Battling because when they are fathers, they are keeping quiet about their issue. They are not... Your greatest prayer partner should be your pastor. Instead of asking for prayers and agreeing with them on the word of God, you are fighting your own battle. You are not taking cover under the mantle of your anointing. One of the things that I have learned through my life is to take the cover to be under the mantle of my spiritual father always protected me special proteges take special protection during special seasons (laughs) because they are discerned in every challenge of life you may have freedom and the liberty to come to your father David came to Samuel and dwelt there. Saul heard about it, sent messengers to David. And when the messengers came, Samuel was standing there, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon Samuel and he was prophesying. So God has anointed you, David. You are the king of Israel, you are the captain. And the people who came to find David started prof saying the same thing with Saul. Hallelujah. Can you imagine? Saul's in another company. The anointing falls on them. And they also began to say, David, you are the man after God's own heart. God has preserved your life. Imagine the one who wants to kill you end up saying, God has preserved your life. What an irony. Oh, even the of People who thought that can kill you, finish you, came against you will end up saying, God has preserved his life. Go, hallelujah. God has preserved the life of Chaco. God has reserved his life. Oh, no devil can touch him. Open your mouth and say, God has preserved. Amen. Third time, Saul and another company came. Hallelujah. To attack him left and right attack him when he's weak. And when they came, Samuel the prophet is prophesying. Aren't you glad when you have a Samuel over your life who will prophesy over you or that they could come here and agree with him, could not touch David, could not harm David. And what is strange is that Saul takes matter into his own hands and he came to Ramah. The Bible says Spirit of the Lord came upon him. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Avan Come on. Hallelujah. People who come against you will be put to shame. But God will make them say good things. Keep making them say good things about you. the salt. You have a salt covenant. Open your mouth. I don't want to lose my saltiness. I don't want to lose my saltiness. Hallelujah. I want this revelation always. This is the revelation I want to ride on. I don't want to lose it. Abeja against the odds goes up because he got the revelation. He's salted. Big army, big battle of 800,000 against 400,000. He said, the kingdom of David has given to the children. The kingdom of David has been given to his children and to his children's children because of the covenant of salt. He decreed it. May God give you that kind of victory and grace and blessing over your enemies. And may you have victory in every season, every year, every month, every week, every generation. In the name of Jesus. From this day onwards. Because you know that I am covenanted with salt. Hallelujah. We pray tonight that you will have that kind of a confidence. To have victory against every odds. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. God's people said. Amen. If there is any salt. I mean any fault you have. Tell the Lord about your mistakes. Because salt will cleanse you. It preserve you. Hallelujah. the students say they have 18 papers to pass. They don't say they failed in 18 papers. They say 18 more to go. 18 more to go. That's a kind of attitude. Against all odds, God will give you victory because I am salted in the law. Let's close our eyes in prayer. Amen.